Welcome to the Creativepreneur Show. I'm your host, Lauren. As a brand strategist and designer, I've learned a lot of lessons about how to run a creative business. Some days it's all peaches and cream, and on the others, it can all feel a little much. If you're a creativepreneur or looking to start your business journey, and you want to hear from other creatives and business owners who have been in the thick of it, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share with you stories and free actionable advice so you can start being disruptive and bold all while making bank. Today, I'll be speaking to the lovely Andreas. Now, as a spiritual guide, human design reader, embodiment coach, and energy mystic, Andreas is interested in taking you through your own unique journey, weaving the sacred practices he offers together just in the right way to meet you where you're at and guide you into your greatness. Andreas helps sensitive and intuitive humans connect their body and their spirit together so they can feel empowered to follow their true desires and enjoy the life they deeply dream of. His one-on-one coaching works with your mind, body and spirit to heal the blockages that are keeping you held back so you can then embody your most authentic self. Some modalities include human design, breathwork, yoga and meditation, tantra and nude yoga, embodiment healing and intimacy and light language and energy healing. Today, the beautiful Andreas and I will be chatting about human design. So this week I am super excited because I have the lovely Andreas with me. Now, I have only known Andreas for a little while and we met through TikTok, (laughs) which is super (laughs) exciting. (laughs) Um, so it's so 2022 and I'm not even a Gen Z, so I feel weird saying that, but I am going to hand it over (laughs) to you and you can tell us, um, who you are, what you do, and we're going to get into it. Amazing. I am also not a Gen Z, so I'm completely (laughs) there with you on that one. Um, yeah, my name is Andreas. I am a spiritual mentor and an embodiment coach and a human design reader. So In a nutshell, what I do is I work with intuitive and sensitive humans to really anchor their body and their spirit and their mind, that beautiful trifecta, all together to create something that feels truly empowering so that they can really authentically create the life that they they really want to go for. I love that so much. It is so fun. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you get into that? Because not everybody can, not everybody has those types of gifts. So how did you get into that? Or how did you realize you had that gift to help people in that way? Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a long road and one that has been full of a lot of self doubt. And um, I've had to multiple times again and again, take a sense of ownership over the gifts that I do have and and run with them and feel comfortable to run with them. Part of the reason why I undoubtedly do what I do, I would say. But um, I've, I, I kind of had a bit of a spiritual awakening, we could say, back when I was 16. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> ever since then, I have been exceptionally curious about everything when it comes to spirit. But I've always been about how do we bring spirit into into the, like the practical and into the body and into something which is both esoteric and wondrous, but then also very like 
lived and it's not just like this kind of big concept that exists outside of ourselves but how do we bring it into us so that it has a practical application that helps us Mm -hmm. so over the course of my life like I I'm a gay man and I've constantly kind of had this like need to find what is true what is authentic and what is real in my lived experience Mm -hmm. and I found that when I zoomed into spirituality, I was able to connect into something that felt bigger than me, connect into something that felt purposeful and something that felt meaningful. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of been a two-way street of becoming super esoteric yoga teacher, like super woo-woo, <laughs> and then grounding it back down and grounding it into the body, moving into embodiment practices and all of that. So um wow. Yeah, been quite a ride. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it, but that's amazing though. It's such a, I think everybody, well, not everybody, but I like to think everybody in my sphere has had some sort of um, spiritual awakening at some point. Um, and it's interesting how it's different for every single person and what that involves. I love the way you said it to you, like spiritual awakening. Ha ha ha. <laughs> so it's interesting. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I wonder how that happened for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then you went into human design, right? Yeah. So you, you I did. Put, so you got that practice within your embodiment coaching. So is that you intertwine the two? Is that how you work? Yeah. So the way that human design came into my life was actually quite abrupt, kind of like my spiritual <laughs> awakening. Um, somebody a few years ago, I was doing, I was actually in the middle of an, an embodiment course. Um, learning how to hold space in embodiment. And someone in that course mentioned that I'm a projector and I don't create energy and you you have like no energy. And I was like, what are you saying? I was so triggered by what he said. <laughs> and it was really, <laughs> I kind of just was like, fuck you, whatever you're saying, I don't want to know what you're talking about. It's just, that's like bad juju. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, just kept coming around to me like different people would talk about it or it would come into my space online or on socials or whatever and I gradually became more curious about it and then I had this sort of like daydream of me putting together a complex system and I I used to like I have a, a former life as a town planner like I really really like systems and um <laughs> this system just grabbed me. So I went down the rabbit hole of human design, learned how to do it, studied it up under an incredible teacher. Um, And ever since then, I've been offering human design sessions either standalone. um, And the reason somebody might do that is just because the mental clarity and the permission that it provides. um, And you might even be able to talk to that because we did a reading together. Um, is just so epic. But then I also, with people that do like more like deeper one-on-one journeys with me, I incorporate it into that as well to hit that mind, body, and then soul. And the human design piece is really on clarity in the mind. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I did do a session with Andreas. We did this, um, this was a quick one. It was like about an hour on uh, Instagram live. And it was it is interesting because you just mentioned that it's like a permission slip, right? And it's so true. Like we were talking about it and it was so interesting that all the things you were saying was like, yeah, wow, I do do that. That is me to a T. 
And then it just kind of made other things feel more clear. So for an example, we were talking about how um, an aspect of my human design means like I've um, self-worth and self-love are really hard for me to, to grasp, but I don't really, I'm very much influenced by other people and what they think about me. And I thought that that's so like interesting because it's so true. And I always thought it was a flaw of mine to be like, well, I'm just never going to have self-love. That's just the way it is, you know? Um, Mm. But that's actually not true. And it's just a matter of how to work around it. So it was, it was interesting and and, um, eye-opening. So it was a very good experience. Very, very good. I'm so glad that you had a positive experience and like really what, what you speak to, I think, exemplifies the experience for everyone, including myself, who has had their human design chart read. It's like, especially when it comes to the more vulnerable aspects of our design and where we have kind of beat ourselves up in the past because, oh, we're doing it wrong. I shouldn't feel this way. Why do I keep feeling this (laughs) Um, or not feeling this? It really gives us the context to understand why that's happening. And rather than try and you know, get rid of it or belittle ourselves for having for experiencing that. It gives us a sense of like understanding and context to work with it in a compassionate yeah. way. And then when it does come up, it's like, oh, it's coming up and that's okay. And I can work with it moving forward. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I think as entrepreneurs as well, sometimes we do feel like, it's really hard. You know, you see what's going on online and everyone's like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. This is how you should be running your business, you know, all these types of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, you really take that on board and you think, well, if that's working for you, why is it not working for me? And et cetera, et cetera. And it's just so, I just, I was actually a bit mind blown when we were talking about the marketing aspect and how I, per my human design, how I can go there out there and market myself um, that's actually strategic to me as a person and it's going to be different for every single person. And I think, again, in the entrepreneurial space, it's so important to understand your human design because then you can market the way you're, I'm going to say the way you're supposed to, but you know, in inverted commas, like, you know, for you and how it feels good for you and not what everybody else is doing. Yeah, I <laughs> I fully agree. And I, I, I'm so with you on the, like, the comparison game, the social media mm-hmm. thing where you, like, look at, you're like, oh, it's a nightmare. It's a, yeah, definitely something that I've learned the hard way not to get too hung up in. Um, yeah, yeah. But I might just take a second because you mentioned the marketing piece, which I think is really useful for people who are entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. like ourselves and your audience. But just in case, you know, people listening don't, know much about human design essentially human design comes from your astrological chart so we take your birth date time and location and then the human design system which is a really robust system creates your design so the system is based on a number of things outside of astrology like it's also based on the chakra system the i ching the hexagram the kabbalah like it's this very very robust system that brings other systems altogether. It's been in usage for about 50 years now, but it's really only in the last, I would say, five years that it's really taken off to the point where people are talking about it more like us now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do predict that in the next few years, it is only going to continue to like expand. So the reason why 
it can be so useful for marketing is because it shows the human design system shows us which energy centers in our body we are like really like empathic with where we're receiving a lot of information and where we can become super wise and the human design system suggests that when it comes to naturally uh, to naturally marketing like marketing out in our natural way which will land with others and will feel good for others then when we speak to those empathic places where there's a lot of wisdom in our lived experience in our body then it's going to be just felt and and read by others in a really powerful way so it's like it's the opposite of bro marketing yeah 100% (laughs) unless (laughs) unless you're designed for it you know because some people are really designed to thrive in bro marketing Mm, and a lot of people in fact probably most people aren't um but it's good to know like does bro marketing work for me or not (laughs) Mm, yeah well exactly right and I can tell you right now that it does not work for me it made me feel so icky all the time being like in that space so I'm really happy that I'm really happy that the uh my human design is saying stay away from bro marketing Lauren because I'm okay with that (laughs) yeah if I remember correctly your human design so you're a manifesting generator right yeah. From my memory. Cause I, I read a lot of charts. So like to remember everyone, yeah. like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're a manifesting generator and um, it, there's five different main types in the human design system. And you're of course, one of those types. Um, I'm a projector. So we, we operate differently on yeah. a, like on an, on an energetic level. Um, but I remember one thing we discovered from your design was like storytelling was yeah. like a powerful tool for you and just sharing your talk, your stories. And um sharing the truth around the fluctuating sense of self-worth and all of that, like you're doing now on this podcast is like, that's a really beautiful way for you to connect into your audience and um, very much not bro marketing, but still very effective. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it's super effective and you're hundred percent right. And after that conversation that we had, I took everything offline and I was like, okay, how can I actually make this work for me now? And my content has been resonating better with people because I'm just being authentic and honest. I'm not thinking about it too much. I'm not, um, you know, focused on like the cell or whatever. Now it's, I'm always just like, this is my story. This is what I have to share. This is how I want to educate you. If you resonate, you resonate. If you don't keep scrolling, you know, I just don't care anymore. Like, and having that feeling, um, associated with my content and all that stuff now, it just feels so much better and it feels more aligned to what I want to do. So I love, that's why I love human design. And like, I mean, I'm like literally up here, I'm like a high level, very touching the surface of it, like, you know, and it's already like life changing. I can't even imagine what it'd be like to like deep dive with you and explore on like a whole new level. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like it really is life-changing. And I know that people say that about a lot of different things, but <laughs> for me personally, like when I discovered my human design chart, I was like, it was such an exhale. It was such a breath of mm. fresh air. I was really able to lean into myself and, um, it, you know, it's something that we experiment and explore with over time. And we, I still remind myself pretty much daily about my own design so that I can contextualize things and come back to my, my center and my grounding um, rather than kind of being at the, like um, the throes of life and just being all over the place. And, (laughs) you know, so I think like the most for really for the, for those that 
really don't know much about human design. I think the key pieces of information that every every session will like will tell you is like what your aura is like and the energy around you like um and therefore what your strategy in life is so mm-hmm. there's five types in the system manifesting generator generator projector reflector and manifester so those five types each have a different strategy to 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 go through with life and when you align to that strategy things just get so much easier. Oh my God. (laughs) Seriously, because we're not in force anymore. Like human design is about aligning you to the current of life rather than we're so good as at human beings, I think. And we've kind of been conditioned in a way to, to force, to force things and to really like dig our heels in and draw through the mud and like make that our impact. But that's kind of old paradigm. And there is such a better way where things actually feel in flow and things feel like they are moving through us into the world as opposed to like really like etching that into the sand and digging it in deep. Um, And I think that's where human design really helps. It it does everything from how to make decisions and what you would like in a, what you're like in a relationship and what you might need in a relationship, how you process information and how, you can use this to this knowledge to work better in teams or in your workplace, um, where you're wise, where you're vulnerable, where you're strong. Like it's got everything. It even goes into some crazy stuff. Like <laughs> it goes into like um, human design suggests how how best to eat and digest and what environments you might prefer to be in as well. So it goes into like all kinds <laughs> of layers. <laughs> That's actually really interesting. I think I would love to know that because. I like to eat, um, like I say, it depends, actually. I I don't like crowded places. I like to be intimate when I eat. I like to eat slow. (laughs) And Mm. then I also know when I'm full because my my stomach just, like, I don't know. It's just like it it communicates to me. It just goes, you're done. (laughs) I go, okay. Like, even if my mind is telling yeah. me, no, that's, like, so much nice food. Like, you want to eat that. Like, I can tell my stomach, like, literally sends me a signal. And it's just like, you're done, Lauren. Actually, I think so I'm pretty I, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say I um I have your chart up just because I was like, oh, I ha- I'll, I'll have the chart <laughs> up just in case something pops up. <laughs> and um, I was like, as soon as you started saying everything, I was like, you have a right-facing variable. So, What that means (laughs) at the top of everyone's human design chart, there's arrows, there's four arrows and they, they point in different directions and the top left arrow speaks to your digestion. And if that Mm. arrow faces right, then that's all the things you just spoke about. It's like, you are designed to eat kind of based on more of your body and like, you don't need a super structured routine. You're uh, like, listen to your body for when it's hungry and when it's full, um, like fasting is fine. If that's what your body's telling you, it needs like that is a right facing arrow. So it makes sense that you just, you just said that you're obviously in tune and, you know, keep doing that. that because <laughs> the shadow would be to like, you know, say, Oh, I can't do that. I have to have three meals a day and I have to make sure mm. I eat at eight and eat at 12 noon and then eat again at six, you know, and that's really not for you. It's actually somebody that would have a facing arrow. So mm. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> it's super That's interesting. super interesting. I love it. But see what I mean? How like I just say something and you're like, well, actually, Lauren, <laughs> it's your human design. And like, it's just so, it's just so fascinating how 
you know, we we just say something and we take it for granted. You're just like, oh, it's a personality trait. It's I just like to eat alone. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or something mm-hmm. like that. But it's like, actually, it's in your DNA. Like, you, this is what you like to do. It's interesting. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like, the interesting thing about human design is like, it's literally half of it is your, your conscious mind and the other half is your subconscious body. So it brings those two worlds together, like the mind that we, we we know about, we're cognitive of, we are aware of, and then more of the subconscious things, which are the patterns and the habits and the the instincts yeah. that are underpinning how we behave, which have huge impact. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it helps us to understand both of those things. How good's that? So when you did your chart, what was like the one thing that was just like, just rocked your world. You were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't believe that's like mm-hmm. who I am. Was there anything like that that came up? Oh yeah. So the biggest thing was, and this is the thing that I recoiled when I got told. So um, <laughs> as I've shared before, I'm, I'm a projector. So about 17 to 20% of the population are projectors. So there's not that many out there um, overall. It's one of the less like popular types, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and projectors are really characterized by a kind of like, like, well, projectors are designed to be guides. So okay. projectors have kind of like a penetrative aura and can really like go deep with people quite quickly and can help people to feel quite seen. Mm-hmm. Um, the flip side of that is that projectors really deeply desire to be seen. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> does, but projectors really do. And um the strategy of a projector because of all of that is to wait for the invitation. Mm -hmm. So when I heard that my strategy in life was to wait for the invitation, like that threw me, honestly, it took me probably a good year to get really comfortable and familiar with that because it was like, what do you mean? I have to just wait for the invitation. And as somebody (laughs) that was quite a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite a go-getter. I like to go out and do things and make my impact. And it was like, Mm -hmm. what do you mean? Like I have to wait um so that has changed the way that I do things but I have to say the it was just it was like magic the more that I do wait for the invitation the better the invitations are the better that mm. the experiences I have are and the the more that I that I force and I'm like I really just try and yeah like drag through the mud create that line like the more I do that the like worse it gets <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that definitely threw me. Um, and, and human design will do that. Like it'll, it will show you things that you're like, yeah, that's super me. And it'll Mm. probably show you things that you're like, oh, actually that is me, but I kind of didn't want it to face the truth or like I need to decondition myself. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of deconditioning and realigning that can sometimes take place when people are like living way outside of their design. Yeah. 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 So you, in, you mentioned that um, it, it also works with like the chakra system. So when you are working with somebody one-on-one, um, do you use like that together? Like you, do you like realign chakras? Like how do you work with somebody one-on-one? Like take us through your process. Yeah. So do you mean like if I was to put the, like do just a human design reading or if they were like on a everything. longer journey with me? Like a longer journey. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Okay. Tell me everything. <laughs> totally. Um, my inner projector is vibing this because I'm feeling seen, you know, and it's like, yay. <laughs> I've invited you. So, there you go. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's exactly right. It's a perfect thing for a projector. So, um, 
Yeah. When I'm working with somebody on one of my like one-on-one journeys, I have quite a mixed modality approach and human design is one of those modalities. I also do like embodiment, tantra, yoga, breath work, um, amongst other things, uh, light language, energy healing. Like I've got quite the um, plethora of sacred tools that I pull together to make Amazing. sure that the the person's unique needs and unique experiences are being held in the container that I'm holding with yeah. them. So when it comes to human design, I often do that towards the beginning of somebody's journey with me. The reason is because it really does provide that sense of mental clarity And then from there, once we understand the design, we can look at ways that that person is really like living into their design and then ways that they are living in the shadow of their design or they're not really living their design. They're kind of, whether it's fear or conditioning or guilt or whatever it is, it's kind of keeping them living something that they're not really designed to do. Um, We look at that and we can redirect them back into where they should be, like what's going to feel good, what's going to feel easy, ultimately what they want, (laughs) right, (laughs) what they want to create. So from there, the human design, when I'm doing the one-on-one journeys, just it keeps coming back, like it keeps threading into the sessions. You know, just the the other week I was working with somebody who is a manifester and manifestors are only 9% of the population and they have... They can be quite um, intense. Manifestors can be because they're such powerful creatives. They're such powerful creators that sometimes like other people can be just like, whoa, like you're a lot, like you're too much for me. Like it's intimidating sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, um, yeah, and we were doing an embodiment and tantra session, really helping that person to really get into their body and to, to to claim their inner in a power, a lot of the, the traits of human design were coming through that session to just remind him, like, you are meant to be this way. You are meant to be the person that is disruptive in a good way. You are meant to be the person that creates newness, that is a pioneer. Like this is inbuilt into you. And when we have that, like, it's almost like social proof, right? It's like, yeah. it's like a mental yes. Like I can give myself permission on a mental level and then we can draw that into the body and let the body believe it and let the body yeah. breathe it in so that it actually is sustainable and it's not just kind of like a fun idea, but it's actually a lived <laughs> experience. <laughs> a great thought. That's such like, I feel like, you know, when you um, want to make like a decision on something and you can tell if it's like a heck yes or if it's like a maybe I shouldn't, I don't know. Like it's such a good feeling to go, fuck yes, this is like, what I'm doing, I wholeheartedly believe in this, like, and your body and your mind are just in sync for, like, the first time it feels like. And then I feel Mm -hmm. like when that happens, so much magic happens after that. Like, whatever you're creating, whatever decision that you've decided to do just works out so well because everything just aligns for you. So it's interesting to see that. Yeah, it's exactly it. And like, that's where I really like to work with mind, body and soul, right? Because if we mm. neglect one of those three pieces and as as entrepreneurs, as creatives, like there's a lot of pressures on us. Like there's a lot of things that we need mm. to do in our businesses. There's always so much going on and we're always trying to think like five steps ahead. And, <laughs> yeah. and so- sometimes we can get really stuck in one part. Like, and usually it's the mind that we get stuck yeah. into so yeah. if we neglect the body, 
then all of a sudden we're not making decisions from an empowered place. We're not making decisions that are true for us. We're making decisions based on like fear or what we think we have to do. And so when we link all of those together and the the soul, like that's like the big why, like when we Mm. reconnect into all of those pieces, then oof, so much more ease, so much more clarity and so much more like impact in what we're creating I think at least (laughs) no I totally agree and I think literally that motion that you just did when you're like and you like exhaled that's what I feel like it's like it's just that moment of just like it works yeah (laughs) like you know like I feel good about it so it's just like an exhale feeling which I think is a Mm. good feeling (laughs) in my opinion anyway oh yeah (laughs) definitely it's a great feeling especially when you have um holding on for long yeah. And I, you know, so much of it, so many of us are there, like in that, mm. in that space of like, like, am I going to make yeah. enough money this month? Like, oh, am I yeah. going to attract a new client? Oh, is this launch going to yeah. land? Like there's a lot of, yeah. um, a lot of that in, and that's business, right? Like yeah, that is just part of being a person, an entrepreneur who, who puts himself out there. And so that's always going to be there. There's always going to be a sense of like discomfort or like, oh, this is edgy for me because we're constantly growing. But the human design system is like, oh, I have context. Oh, I have a strategy. Oh, I can lean back into myself and know how to navigate this now and not like like lose my shit again. Or if I do lose my shit, I'll be able to hold myself there because I know where it's coming from and I know where I need to go to 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 self-care in a way that's actually really nourishing. Love that. Okay. So if you're an absolute newbie to human design and you're in the entrepreneur space and you feel like a little bit muddy and you need some clarity, what do you mm. think of the the first step somebody should do apart from like booking this human design reading with you? Yeah. So you can access your human design chart for free. There's lots of body design graphs out there. You literally just Google human design chart. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can have, I would just encourage you to just have a look first and foremost, and just have a, like, just see what's there. I will be super transparent that the system is robust. It is complicated and it's highly unlikely <laughs> that you're going to understand what it means um, without agree. quite a lot yeah. of research, <laughs> but you can definitely, um, just get a bit of a feel for it. Um, so the biggest thing that you want to look at is your aura type. So that's, are you a manifester? Are you a generator? Like, are you a projector? What are you? You have to look at that. That's like the overarching foundation of your design. From there, look at your strategy. Then I would look at what's called your authority, which is how you make decisions. They would be my top three things to look at. Amazing. Um, mm-hmm. There's more. I love everything <laughs> about it, but let, I'll keep it there. And then if you, if you feel like, you know what, I want to go, I want to dive deeper. I want to know more about what that shape means and what like that line means and what that thing mm. means. Um, then that's when you would, you would book a reading with me. So yeah. my readings start from small little, like half an hour chunks. They're like 55 Australian dollars. They're just like, I want a bite-sized snapshot of my design. So sometimes people like to start there. Most yep. people book a full reading with me because they want that full 75 minutes to like really go into the details and get to the nitty gritty of their design. 100%. Um, and then from there, it's like a whole lifelong journey. You know, I do advanced <laughs> readings for people who have had their design for years and they want to know, they want to know about those arrows and what they mean. You know, there's, <laughs> there's so many beautiful yep. layers. 
I love that so much. So I'm going to put all of Andreas's links in the show notes because I wholeheartedly believe that if you're new to the entrepreneur space or even if you're a seasoned business owner and you want to seriously level up, um, I think that human design is a really great place to start because it's all about doing that inner work. So whatever you have going on is going to be reflected outwards um, and you can't progress if you're stuck in some sort of weird muddy space and you can't figure that out. So I think a human design reading is a really great way to start in order to propel yourself forward for the new year. So I've done it a couple of times now and I'm probably going to do it again um, with Andrea. So <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it's a really good place to start. So, and I'm not just being biased. <laughs> I've done it before. You yeah. Know? So I, and I can see the results. So I believe in it. A hundred percent. I think what I love about it is it's so actionable so quickly. It's just, yes. you know, you do a reading and it's like, okay, I don't have to go away and do five hours worth of like meditation and sound therapy now, but what you can do is you can like literally look at your design and be like, wow, okay. I know exactly what I need to work on. And it's, it's, it's easy. It's easy to, well, it's easier to action than some of the other more like crazy deeper things. Um, and yeah, um, would love to connect if anyone has questions about human design or if anyone wants to know more about how human design can help them. Um, then they're so welcome to reach out. Um, I'm on socials at andreas.embodiment, pretty much on everything, TikTok, you know, Instagram, all the things. So happy <laughs> to help out and answer questions about it. And Andreas goes like live on TikTok all the time. And sometimes he'll read other people's <laughs> like charts and just do like wild things. So I would follow along because it's a lot of fun. That's how I found you. So <laughs> yes, I love that we met on TikTok. It's just like, I know. it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I have loved this chat. I can't wait to see what 2023 brings you in your business. Thank you so much, Lauren, for having me. And I'm really just wishing your audience such a magical 2023. Oh,